Hello, my name is Naranjan, the host of Master of Your Crafts podcast. Learning from leaders who are continuously inspired, passionate, and driven to align with their soul purpose, sharing their gifts to bring healing to others. The music is composed by Rebecca Everett. Today is episode number 66, and I'll be talking to Coach Lee Hopkins. He, him, his, is a transgender man who helps people create lasting friendships. After struggling with loneliness most of his life, he's tried various ways to resolve it, including moving across the U.S. to find his tribe and fit in. He's learned that the key to creating meaningful relationship is not fitting in or finding your tribe. It's about attracting your vibe. He'll show us how this is possible for everyone. Hello and welcome to Lee. How are you, Lee? Hi, I'm doing very well. I'm excited to have this conversation about friendships because I know you are delving into this space and have, I want to say, a passion for building relations are more so memorable conversations by being a friend. How did you get into this space? Well, uh, that's a great question. I got into this space to help help people make friendships because I just felt so lonely for my entire life. I've actually just felt really lonely. Um, I grew up in a small town in Ohio, and there I felt like no one really understood or or cared about me like no one really connected with me and I didn't know how to connect with other people it seemed like everyone else had friends except me and so I've been hearing that I need to find my tribe that is something that I've heard all the time find your tribe so I thought well sure enough this isn't um, my place then I went to college and I had an opportunity to meet new people from different states from different backgrounds from international students from different countries and I still felt really disconnected. I still felt like these people don't really know me and I don't really know them. So again, I decided, well, I still have to find my tribe. These aren't my people. I'm gonna go to a different place and I moved to California. So California is where I felt like I could reinvent myself. I definitely met new people. I used to do a lot of karaoke. And so I I sang a lot. I was out every night connecting with other people. Yeah. And I was making new friends and I still felt that they didn't know me, felt disconnected from these people. And then I realized that I'm not being my authentic self. So I Mm -hmm. found my tribe essentially, but I'm not being my authentic self. What was it that wasn't making me be authentic? Well, as you hear my voice now, you know that I sound masculine, but back then I was presenting as female which means that I'm a trans man this day. And the thing that I thought I was hiding from people when not being my authentic self was the fact that I wasn't sharing that with them. I didn't express my desire to transition to them. I didn't feel safe in doing that. So of course, these aren't my people. This isn't my tribe. 
And without even telling them why I wanted to, why I felt disconnected from them, I left. Had an opportunity to move to Chicago, where I am now, the second largest city in the States. I thought, I'm going to be my authentic self and I'm going to find my tribe. And sure enough, I make it here. I find people who are queer people who are connected to me in this way that that no other person has been, right? They're trans people, they're, they're queer people. They've really helped me understand more about myself and helped me transition medically and, and legally and all the things I needed to do. And still, I felt disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I spent my entire life searching for my tribe and thinking that I'm going to be my authentic self. And I find myself in a place with people who are like me, but I feel disconnected from them. And the thought, the common denominator is me. There's something going on with me. And at this point, I realized I didn't know what the answer was. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know what the answer was or what I was doing. So when I discovered how to make these authentic connections, after all the, the, the searching I've done, I have to tell everybody. Like, no one, you don't have to go through all this. I, I understand what it is. <laughs> I want to really help people understand what it is to make these genuine connections and meaningful friendships. How powerful is that? Two, yeah. maybe third city over. And finally, we have a, an aha, a bigger aha, perhaps, because I'm sure yeah. there were many other ahas through that process. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I, I thought that, well, um, more about me is that when I was growing up in Ohio, I was uh, presenting as a woman, but I also wanted to date women. And that was kind of not a thing that we wanted to express or share with right. people. So to keep that. And so I thought, aha, I'll move to California where yes. it's safer to do that. Mm-hmm. And I meet people there and aha, I'm not being my authentic self in California. I better do it in Chicago. And then... Right. <laughs> It's it's a journey and a process to get to the place of being bold enough to really look at that common denominator that shows up in life, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when it's about yourself. Yes, well said, well said. It was really difficult to realize that of all these epiphanies that I have for me, the biggest one was that I don't have the answer. So what do you believe about yourself now, having had all these ahas? And while you say you don't have the answers, but you're further ahead than you were back then. So what do you believe about yourself now? And do you feel it defines who you truly are? Well, what I believe about myself is that I've spent my entire life looking for myself been looking for myself and how I feel about myself and other people. So the interactions that I've had with other people have just been reflections of what I feel about myself. That's what I've discovered. And I believe that it's true and I believe that is true today and it's changed the way I look at myself today and changing the way I look at myself, the way I treat myself, the way I think about myself, what I believe about myself has made all the difference in the interactions that I've had with other people. It's made all the difference in the friendships that I was able to develop. It's made all the difference. 
What a magical opportunity. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what do you believe is perhaps one of your callings here today? Uh, my calling, it was like, I'm so, if you could see me, you could see I've been fidgeting and I'm just so excited. I have so much energy. It's like, I've given it to everybody. <laughs> well, I have the desire and the calling to tell everybody about how wonderful they are, just so that they can know that when they walk around in the world and they feel that they're wonderful, their interactions that they're going to have with other people are going to be just as wonderful. I mean, it's a prerequisite to feeling connected with other people is to feel this joy and connection that you have with yourself. And so that's what I want to share. Beautiful. Mm. So as you said earlier, that then becomes an emanation of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, you know, one of the things that I discovered on my journey was um, another buzzword that I heard a lot. I'm hearing a lot more often now is boundaries. Mm -hmm. Discovered what boundaries were and how important they are. And what I learned about boundaries, was no one really sat me down and taught me what they were and how important they are. I learned about them after, after fights, after breakups, after bad things have happened. I learned that that's when you set a boundary. That's when you say enough is enough. You limit people's behaviors. And that is something that gets us in trouble. That's something that keeps us connected. I want to reframe what we think about boundaries as saying yes to ourselves. Boundaries are less of a reaction to other people and your experiences of other people, but more of an affirmation of who you are and your preferences about behaviors. That has really helped me make better connections with people because, wow, as long as I am doing things that enrich me, that feel good to me, I'm always going to be in a place where I'm going to find people who do the same, who feel the same about that. And that's what I discovered in my journey is that as long as we're paying attention to how we feel and what we're thinking and not so much reacting to other people, we're going to find ourselves being our authentic selves with people who are just as authentic. Beautiful. I love that. I love that reframe on boundaries. Well done, yeah. Thank like you. <laughs> what are some of the, the skills, the tools, and attributes that you have developed on your journey in discovering who you are, who you've become? For instance, the example about boundaries, some mm. of the life lessons that you have learned that connect you to your purpose. Yes, that is a wonderful question. Wow, there's so many things that I've thought that I could take with me and, and learn it and uh, apply them to situations and they'd work for me and help me make these genuine connections. But I've found was really helpful is knowing about myself, which is right. broad, right? It's broad, but for specific tools and uh, actions and behaviors that I've learned, I've developed um, something that I call the 3N network or 3N framework which really helps make boundaries a little less complex and makes them more so that you understand they're, they're, they're less, um, they're more concrete rather than an abstract idea. Right. So I look for specific 
behaviors that you want to see in other people or behaviors that you want to do or I want to do. So they're your needs, your negotiables, and your nevers. So needs mm. are behaviors and actions. They're specific behaviors and actions that you want to do or you want to see in another person. You're looking for those. That is part of your preference of who you are. That is just it. And then there are your negotiables. There are actions and behaviors that don't really have a strong emotional impact on you that you can take your leave that won't make or break your friendship. Mm -hmm. And then there are your nevers. There's specific actions and behaviors that you never want to have in your life. And you need to, it's very important to know those. And so discovering what those were, especially the needs, what I prefer to do rather than I don't want, really helped me attract the kind of people I want in my life. Like I need to do this activity. I need to eat this kind of food. I need to have these kind of conversations. So I'm going to go to the places where my needs are met. Beautiful. Mm. I love that. The three ends. How cool is that analogy? Oh, thank you. When did you come across that? How, what happened for you to bring those pieces together? Well, I, oh, wow. At the beginning of this, you, you said we could take a breath. And wow, that question makes me yeah, okay. have to breathe. I had to breathe about that because yeah. I remember this specific incident where I was in Chicago and I had already transitioned. I pretty much transitioned from female to male. And I've got here and I'm still feeling a bunch of shame, still hiding who I was, because although I felt like I was in my the right body, I didn't want to tell anybody about it. And so I was in therapy and we had a group session and the idea of us having uh, the ability to kind of go where what we or change our mindset so I went out one night with this mindset that I'm going to meet someone new. I went to a comedy club. I'm going to meet someone new. We're going to have a great conversation and we're going to be good friends after. That was my thought process. So I went to this comedy club. I met this really cool guy and we're having a drink and we're talking. And he mentions to me that he has never met a trans person before doesn't understand the process, doesn't know why anybody would ever want to transition. And I thought, we're going to be best friends because I'm going to fill in that gap for you. I'm going to tell you that, I'm going to tell you all about me and I'm going to alleviate, alleviate that, that whole problem that you have about not knowing. I'm going to fill in that gap for you. And I'm going to be my authentic self. So okay. I'm like, this is a win-win. I tell him, he stops talking completely. Mm -hmm. His eyes widen, jaw drops, and he leaves, mm -hmm. gone, completely gone. Didn't say anything else to me. And that was such a huge, huge, huge rejection. It hurt so bad. I thought, I can never be my authentic self. Nobody ever likes me. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever likes me. And... I carried that with me for a while, but reflecting on that, I realized that I went to a place where this important need was not met. So these are my needs, negotiables, and nevers. 
my need to be seen for who I am, that is an important part of my character and my personality. Yes. Why am I going to places that don't service that specific thing? I may go to a place that people are connected by comedy, we're enjoying the laughter and we like comedy, but deep down inside, my need of being seen as a trans person and having someone be okay with it was not met. Mm-hmm. Let's shake it up and reprioritize. Mm-hmm. So that's where I learned that I need to make, the, make sure those needs are met. Yes. Such an important piece and very vulnerable for you to share. So thank you for sharing that, Lee. Oh, yeah. Thank you for you know, uh, indulging and asking and listening. I'm like, I did have to take a breath for that. <laughs> yes, for sure. When circumstances like that arise, a bigger indicators of what friendship and what relationships really look like. They can't handle something that's deep and important like that to me. Then how are they going to handle the other things that come along in our friendship? How are they going to handle that? The little things that just may be irking, or are they going to let them build up until they explode? How are they going to deal with that? We talk about it. We're, we're not. So knowing what you know, and having witnessed and experienced so much in your life, the people who you've come across, the paths that have met for either a, a place of expansion, which often comes from an element of pain, but also from a place of support where you're nurtured and loved from others so you can truly blossom into who you are. Mm-hmm. And now I believe you're doing that for others through your coaching practice. So what are your intentions with this craft of experience that you have built to share with others? Yes, my intentions for this is to help people create friendships that are meaningful, that they can really express themselves with. So I know that sounds, I'm listening to myself talk and I don't want it to sound generic because that's what it does. Like, what does that really mean to have a friend? Well, I think a friend is a person who understands us because all we're doing in this lifetime, in my opinion, is looking for somebody who understands how we feel about a specific event. Something happens and we want to share in that with them. We want to share this emotion with them. A couple examples that I can give you is thinking about how if we are outraged and angry about something and we want to go talk to our friend about it, they may not actually understand or have had that experience rather. They may not have that experience of being outraged or whatever injustice that just happened to us and we're feeling outraged about. We want to express that to our friend and we would really like our friend not to judge us and say, you shouldn't be angry, not to tell us what to do instead. We're not looking for that. What we are looking for is someone who's capable of seeing our anger, seeing our frustration and saying, yes, of course you feel that way. Validating that. Yes, of course you would based on everything you said. So I think a friend can really do that for you. And it takes, it's, it takes a skill. It's a skill actually to learn how to do that. So when you were connecting initially with friendships, you want to find people who already have that kind of experience. So we don't have to 
to do the mental work of, of thinking about um, if they understand how we feel. So another example, let's say I'm a black person and another, I was talking to another black person. We kind of have a connection there. We have some assumed experiences that we can talk about. We can share it with each other about it. And as a trans man and you as a, a female, well, I can tell you about what it was to have uh, dated people and as a woman and have done things as a woman. We can talk about that. We can have that shared experience. Right. And so just reflecting back how we feel about our experiences is what we're really looking for in friendships. And I hope to help people do that. I like that. I think you'll be pretty magical at it. We probably already are. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> If, if I could uh, share one more a little tip to help out with the connections. Absolutely. That's all I want to do is, is help us make better connections with people. And so when I go searching for connections, I, in addition to you know, your needs, negotiables, endeavors, when you're actually in a place that you want to connect with people, I want you to think mm -hmm. about your history, your hobbies, and your habits. Know what those things are. It would be really behoove you also to be in those places where you're doing one of those things, or you can connect with people on some kind of level with that, your histories, your hobbies, and your habits. I love that, Lee. My goodness, we could do a whole nother episode on the entire alphabet and create a whole <laughs> different, different language of what people should be using in that vocabulary, how that would move them through the world, right? Yes, I love it. I love it. I am so tickled by that. Um, I, we can just pick another letter and do with alliteration there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got here. So what is next for Lee? Where do you want to take all these beautiful, um, I want to say affirmations, these nuggets of wisdom that you just drop in left, right, and center in this beautiful conversation. What's next for Lee? What's next for me? Well, I really, really want to help people make these connections, like I've said many times here, and I want to get on as many platforms as possible to make connections. So I actually come up with a challenge to help people make these genuine connections. It's a 30-day challenge to help you make better friendships. So it's gonna start on July 1st, but it's all about a daily challenge to help you reflect and understand what you want and being in the places that you wanna be will help you attract the people that you wanna be with. I love that. Who doesn't love a challenge, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And to be in a position to, like you'd referenced previously, to create a win-win, a win-win yes. scenario of, you can lean on somebody who's going to have the skill sets and the awareness and the understanding of what it truly feels like to be a friend in that sphere of a hobby, a habit, and history. or an element of a history or yeah. whatever part of life that you want to emphasize and embellish on. Rather, and also really stepping into your authentic self. Yes. Because when you're there, you're aligned with people who are just going to be themselves, just like you are. Absolutely. I love that. So 30-day challenge is coming in for Lee. So 
the details of what that challenge looks like and how people can connect with you will be in the show notes. So they'll mm-hmm. all be there for people to access. From all that you've learned and you're willing to share now with others, what does your friendship sphere look like now? Such a wonderful question. Well, I wouldn't feel right if I came to this podcast or if I spoke to anybody about how a friendship looks if I had none. I definitely have been in situations where I've had no emergency contact and I've just felt really alone, even distant from my family. Today, I can tell you that I have friends that call a check on me and say, hey, how you doing? Wow, who does it? Wow, and they call, they like use the phone, like people text, but they actually call. And they have people who invite me to events that I actually wanna go to. It's been such an amazing thing. And then of course, you know, there are people that I can really open up and tell them about my deepest things. Like if I need a shoulder to cry on, those are the friendships I've always been looking for. And that's because I'm sure it's because I can do that for them. Yes. I can be that person for them too. Yes. How beautiful is that? I'm so happy for you, Lee, that you've been able to create this community and this environment so you can truly step into who you are, whatever whatever that looks like. But what I can say, having seen you and being live in this conversation, is an abundance of love that you're emanating and if anybody's looking for a coach to be supportive in a friendship way i think you might be the right person all right i appreciate that endorsement you know i'm just over here blushing i hope that you never release this video because (laughs) (laughs) i do feel really really charmed so thank you so much for that you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Is there one additional nugget perhaps that you would like to share with the audience as we close out this conversation? As we close out, I just want to share with you all that your experience as interesting and wild and as fun or as heartbreaking as it might have been, it's not a single experience. It's not unique. There are other people who have had your experience and they are dying to have someone talk to them who understands their experience, just as you are. So please don't hide. Please don't hide. Open up and share and find the people. Be your authentic self. Be around the people that are going to really see you, who really want to see you because they're out there. Just got to believe that they're out there. I love that. And staying persistent, right? I mean, just as you did, granted you moved three cities, but we don't know what other people's stories are like. Mm. So being on that quest and search with a very clear defined intention will present you with the right people so you can build a, a beautiful sphere of people who can support you regardless of what's happening in life. So... Thank you for that, Lee. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. I'm Naranjan, and you've been listening to 
Master of Your Crafts podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.